to Eat, Drink, Social. My name is Courtney Sandora, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and the Go Social team. Go Social is a PR and social media marketing firm with offices in Denver, Colorado, and Louisville, Kentucky. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions and want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Go Social, or you can visit our website at goforthbesocial.com. We are joined today with Dan Oliver of Dan O's Seasoning. Um, you can find him on TikTok and his great seasonings on store shelves. And thank you for joining us today, Dan. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Great. Well, I was excited to find out that you are, um, are you a Louisville native or? I am born and raised. I was born and raised in Louisville. Nice. Nice. I spent the last 15 years. I'm there. I'm in Colorado now, but it's great food in Louisville. I miss it. (laughs) So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you, we were talking earlier, you said that you were started as a bartender prior to this. Yeah, prior to uh, me coming up with Dan O's, I was a bartender. A little backstory, I went to Trinity High School, which is one of the big high schools here in Louisville, and then uh, got into some uh, insurance and uh, industrial manufacturing job. I was a salesman, and then uh, bartending was next. Okay, so it was like five five years of bartending. And during the last couple of years of bartending, I really like I I was looking for a way out, a way to change my, you know, what I was going to do with my life because I didn't want to stay behind the bar forever. And so I was always spinning my wheels on what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I had little ideas and inventions and actually spent some money on some uh, ideas that I had, but then found out it took a whole lot of money to chase them. And so it wasn't until one day, like I had this food risk, this seasoning recipe that I never thought to package. I just love to cook. And so I had this seasoning that I put on this chicken and I would bring it into when I was working at Diamonds. And next thing you know, people are like, bring me in some of that. And how'd you make it? So I'm telling people how you make it. And I'm bringing some in in little baggies and like giving it to people. And then next thing you know, one day I brought in some chicken and a guy said, why aren't you selling this? This is the best chicken I ever had. And I was, I, it was like my aha moment. And I was like, that's it. I was like, here I am. I've just been loving doing this seasoning, but here I am like, this is actually like a great business idea. And I had 8,000 bucks saved up you know, waiting on my idea. What I didn't know what it was going to be. And here it was. And it was in the form of seasoning. And I was like, I'll call it Dano's. And it was my moment. And that was like in January, 2015. Nice. Well, I read that you're a UK grad, right? Uh, well, I went to UK. You went to UK? Okay. Actually, yeah. Some, uh, they published that in the big newspaper. Article. Uh, I did not graduate. Fake news. Fake news. Um, but but you were doing you're making this seasoning even back in college, right? I was. That's when I came up with it, like the blend. Which I'm that's impressive because like I remember making like ramen noodles. So I'm no, impressed I, that you were <laughs> you were cooking back then. Um, I, I ate a lot of ramen noodles, and you know I always just loved to play around. Like when they would give you the package of ramen noodles, like maybe I would use a little bit of that, but I would throw some other stuff in there. I always loved to play around with food. 
did you come from like a big culinary family? Does your family cook a lot? Not at all. Like, you know, my family, my parents were divorced when I was like five years old. And then I had step parents right away. And on both sides, like, yeah, we ate well, but we never, there was never anybody to like, not a brother, not a sister, mom or dad that like took me under the wing and like showed me the ropes on how to cook. It was kind of just like everything was just, you know, cooking was a part of surviving, I guess, so to speak. Were you inspired by the Colonel at all? Uh, well, I, from Kentucky. <laughs> I guess you could say I was. I always loved the chicken. <laughs> nice. Always loved um, eating. <laughs> so what tell us a little bit about the flavors that are available now. Well, now we're getting ready to have five available flavors. We have four on the website. There's getting ready to be a fifth here in just a month or two. And uh it's my original blend. And my spicy, that's the green and the red top. That's how I started the whole product. That's how I started Dano's as the brand. I, I came out with the two, original and spicy. And then it wasn't till December of 01 that we launched the uh, Chipotle. Okay. And then we came out with our crunchy, which is kind of like the very popular bagel, bagel seasoning that you see out in the stores but ours is totally different so we didn't want to call it bagel we at first called it everything bagel we changed the name to crunchy because we want people to know that it is crunchy but ours is different it's not like the other ones that most people have in their shelf so i know you don't like to pick favorite with your own kids but what is your favorite <laughs> flavor i'll be honest it's always been the spicy yeah. the red one the spicy and now i'm using the crunchy all the time because just like the the spicy or the original, like I can add it to anything, but just adding that little bit of crunchy aspect, like putting it on green beans or a baked potato, I tried it on last night. It's just, I love that crunchy factor. Nice. Okay. So um, what what is the best dish do you think that you make? Well, I'd have to go back to chicken because that's how I came up with the recipe. You know, it was on bone in, skin on chicken. And it is just so easy as just putting that seasoning on the chicken, throwing it in the oven, a little olive oil, let it bake for three at 350 for an hour and a half. And it comes out perfect every time. Like I would say that like if I want somebody to try my seasoning, I'm like, try that. Try it on chicken. You know, okay. or if somebody says that they don't like Dano's, I'm like, well, have you tried it like this? Like just read the recipe that's on the bottle. Like just try that. So, um, what, going back to your bartending days, like what was the point where you said, I'm going to take the leap, quit my job and go all in on this. Here's the thing. I started Dano's because of the flavor. I didn't start it because of low sodium and all natural and no sugar. So I always want people to know that like the brand didn't start out to be a healthy brand. And so when I initially launched it, and then found out what changes I had to make back in like 2016. And then I made those changes and then relaunched my new, new labeling and packaging in 2017. And I went and did my first little flea market. And I, I was, my goal was to sell like a thousand bucks and I did like almost 4,000. And it was right that that time I was like, this is how I can make this work. I just need to find more of these flea markets. So the next like month or so, I like started planning out trying to find all these 
like whether it's a, a state fair or a flea market or some sort of like hunting festival or just something where there's thousands of people, not, not a farmer's market. Cause I did, I did the farmer's market in, in the very beginning, but those only go on for a few hours. You can only sell a few hundred bucks. These flea markets and festivals that go on all weekend, you have thousands of people for like three and four days. So I was able to, to find these shows where I could go and generate anywhere from 3000 to 10000 bucks in a weekend. And I knew right then and there, like, that's how I can survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? so you're it's pretty like, confident. Oh, just, I quit my job yeah. and everything. I was like, uh, I'm going to quit. Bar- I, and I would, because it was, this was in the beginning. And so I didn't have every weekend booked yet. And so I would still kind of keep my bartending job and be like, oh, well, I'll work. I, it was almost like a job where I could go in and just pick up when I wanted. Yeah. And so I imagine you were like a one man show at that Pretty point. Much. Yeah. Yeah. For from 2000, from June 1st, 2017, that's when I packaged my new product to basically when it shut down uh, uh, by COVID, which was March 2020. For that time span, it was me and I had a guy named Toothpick that traveled with me a little <laughs> bit. And uh, so he traveled with me. I met him later on in 2018. But yeah, other than him, it was it was pretty much a one man show. And for big things like, you know, a big state fair, I would have a f- couple friends that I would pay cash to come in and help me out with it. And tell me about Toothpick. Is that how do you get that name? Well, he wasn't a toothpick. Uh, is it the opposite uh, yeah <laughs> and it was funny because we were uh we I remember we were sampling one day and you know so there was a lady standing there waiting on a sample and I'm I said well you know he wasn't really paying attention and I had my hands full and I was like if I can get chicken stick and toothpick and Timmy here to get you a sample I just like made that comment or something and the name just stuck it was like that's it toothpick Timmy Nice. Put everything on a toothpick. (laughs) Do you um, manufacture everything in Louisville? Is it all done there? We did back when I was a one-man show, but now that we're sold all over the country and over thirteen thousand retailers now, we uh, we manufacture in four different locations now. Wow, that's amazing! Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do you sell in Colorado? Do you know? We do. Nice. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your store that you buy at shop at there? It's a Kroger's, but it's called King Supers. Yeah, we're in there. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'll look. I'll look for you. Okay, so I know that TikTok was huge for you. So tell us a little bit about how you got, you know, got started on TikTok. Well, it it started like this. I had a TikTok account like I think it was March 7th or 8th. 2020 is when the whole COVID thing started and everything got shut down for me, all my festivals, flea markets, whatnot. So I was, you know, I was already on Instagram. I already had a TikTok account, Facebook, YouTube, but I only had, you know, 5,000 followers here, 5,000 here, maybe 20,000 or 30,000, like total combined with all my uh, social media. And TikTok was maybe at like, 500 followers and I remember watching or listening to uh, Gary Vandercheck 
And this was like when I was driving home from Michigan, I'm listening to the radio. I get home and like, I'm watching my Instagram and like Gary Vandercheck, you know who he is, Gary. Yeah, Vandercheck. yeah, yeah. Now, I just remember watching one of his little uh, clips of him saying, if you're not on TikTok right now and you're a brand, like you don't, you know, you're missing the boat. Like if you're a brand, you need to be on TikTok posting two, three videos a day. Like, don't stop. Keep going until it picks up because there's an opportunity right now that's that only happens every few years, every four or five years, you know, with a new platform pops up. And he was talking about how in 2012 it happened with Instagram and it's happening now with TikTok. And so I was like, well, that's it, because I'm sink or swim. I was totally committed to Dano's and the success of it. And, you know, I was doubling my revenue each year and making myself more efficient at doing these shows and whatnot. And so it was literally like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to come home and I'm going to make TikToks and I'm not going to stop. And so I did it for the first couple of weeks. And I remember there was a point where I kind of like, I was like, gosh, like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to take. And then one day it was like, I want to shoot. I was like, I'm not going to shoot this video. I was going to make crab cakes. And I was like, no, I am. I'm I'm just going to, I'm not going to get my setup and, you know, put my phone up on the tripod. I'm just going to do it one handed. So I was like cooking one handed and filming the other hand and just like talking in the background. And it ends up getting like 500,000 views and my sales went way up. Oh my and I was like, okay. Like, you know, everybody was commenting, that nobody from uh, Maryland likes you anymore. And where's the old bay <laughs> and all this stuff, you know what I mean? And it was all like negative comments, but it moved the needle. That's so interesting. That's- so you had econ, yeah. you had a website sales at that point, you were doing events and you had online. Yes. Well, I mean, I had always, I'd all, I'd had my website since 2016, since I started okay. the business. Now, I was on Amazon since like 2018. But it was always like $100 a day average is maybe it was where I was at when COVID hit, maybe $100 a day. And so I was looking at, okay, I need to do $200 a day between my website and Amazon just to survive. You know, this is like making money. This is like survival mode. Like if I can do 200 bucks a day, I can make my business survive until we know what happens next with COVID. And you know, I was probably there, like I said, there for like two weeks, three weeks a month. I was doing like 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks a day. So I was doing, I was surviving. Right. Yeah. And then it was that crab cake video. And then like sales shot up to like 800 bucks or a thousand. And I was like, okay, well now I need to like, now I'm now motivated again. Like I was kind of like, like, it's never going to happen. And then like thousand bucks in a day, I was like, now I'm ready. And so, you know, I made a little partnership with a, a marketing company who's my partner now. And at first it was just a, an agreement to uh, do some things and, you know, for them to help me with my marketing. And then as the TikToks just kept going, going more and more sales, you know, I needed real help. And so yeah. that's when I basically made the partnership to... Uh, basically let my partner manage the business of Danos and let me manage doing the social media and being the face of the brand. So when the TikTok took off, did did it spike on Amazon or did the sales spike on your website? On the website mainly. 
because at the time it was we were we were uh fulfillment by the seller so anybody that bought danos on amazon was fulfilled by us once we made the switch over to fulfillment by amazon fba then our sales probably doubled on amazon because now we're fba the prime button or the prime okay. that made a big difference when we went to prime I know, you know, I've talked to different businesses and they're always like hesitant to use Amazon because they take their cut, right? But you you think like being on Amazon is obviously worth it um, to you. Yes, I highly recommend it. I know buddies that have been in the same shoes as me and it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. I mean, it's not for everybody. I've also heard stories where people got on there and spent money on ads and they just lost money. But there's a lot of, uh, I mean, the facts are the facts. And Amazon, like people are going to Amazon, like what, 60% or 70% of like online sales are through Amazon now. It's crazy. That is crazy. So going back to your TikToks, I mean, I think you, you've got, you obviously have a ton of personality in your videos. And I have to say, like the way you throw down the food always, I'm like, be gentle. But yeah. it's it's funny. But like, yeah. So do you script those out before you make them, or are you are you just doing it on the fly? It's pretty much on the fly. I would say maybe sometimes if I have like a big piece of meat or something, like if I got a big brisket, I know that I'm going to hold it up and slap it or throw it down, <laughs> you know, just something to get somebody's attention. Cause that's, that's, that's how you win it in TikTok is you got to be able to grab the attention in the first couple seconds. So always, you know, if you have a big piece of meat, take advantage of it, use it somehow to where you get somebody's attention. Were you ever nervous to be in front of a camera? Yes. I was telling, I was telling my buddy the other day, I was like, man, can you imagine? I was like back in high school, like I would miss a day of school if I knew I had to give a presentation or something. <laughs> Cause I <laughs> like being in front of people, you know, public speaking or anything like that. And really when it all changed for me, like I started making uh, videos back in 2017-2018 cuz I always believed in my product and uh I guess really going back to when I realized okay what I did here was started this awesome brand this awesome product that nobody knows about well, what do I got to do I got to start making videos I guess I got to get comfortable on camera so you know let's get back to TikTok in 2020 and well, let's go. Well, I guess let's stay at 2017, 2018, 2019, where I was like making these videos, but I never got any real attention. Like I said, I made these videos for like three years and only had maybe 25,000 followers total. And I would make a video and post it on all platforms. I just never really got the attention. And I guess I didn't get the attention till it was sink or swim. And that's when it was like, okay, when it came to TikTok and it was COVID hit, this is the only way I'm going to survive. Like I saw it, like I have to make this work. So I literally, I remember going to the grocery store, spending 150 bucks and getting a 12 pack of beer and coming home and I turned that camera on and I wouldn't stop. I so wouldn't it was stop. liquid <laughs> courage, really. <Sometimes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you like... 
Did you do anything different like COVID videos versus pre-COVID videos? I mean, did you put more personality into it or? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because I was watching a couple videos from 2018 just the other day. And I was like, man, I wasn't really using all the Dan puns like Dantastic and Dan O'Might and you don't know till you Dano and Dan Good. Like I wasn't really saying that in my videos. Well, 2020, when COVID hit, I go back and look at my old videos on TikTok. Every one of them, I'm like, I'm about to make some damn good crab cakes. Or, you know, this is another damn good recipe. Or you don't know till you Dano. Like, that was my comment <laughs> to everybody that was uh, had something mean to say about my seasoning. It was always like, you don't know till you Dano. That's what I remember in the beginning. That's what I said to everybody. Have you noticed, I was, I was watching TikTok yesterday and, and some creator was saying how his views are way down and he's getting more views on Instagram now. And you never, I never know, like who's right. I, no one knows the algorithms, but have you noticed any changes? On TikTok world? recently? Yeah. Yes. Even though we have had a, a couple good viral videos, definitely I'd say the views are down. You know, I can look at other influencers and TikTokers as well and see that, oh, this girl usually gets 2 million, you know, averages 2 million views. Now she's only getting 500,000. So it does seem that way. I also know that, uh, you know, during Christmas, everybody's views were down across the board. And I was like, watch this. I was like, the day after Christmas, everybody's views will jump back up. Because right now, you know, TikTok did what they needed to do. They built in, they built the users and now they have tons of people making content but what the app wants to do is make money. So during Christmas, you know, they're taking all the ad money. And that's why the, the organic views go down because they're giving all the views to the ad money. I mean, that's just my take on it. But I watch it all the time and I'm I'm usually like, oh, well, this is why sales are down or views are down for everybody. And then watch the day after Christmas, views will go back up. And that's exactly what they did. And then they went down right before Super Bowl. And then right after Super Bowl, they kind of jump back up. Like I'm talking as an overall average because we look at everybody's, not just ours. You know what so I mean? Do you kind of hold off posting till the like time? No, plus no, because we make so much content. I make 14 new pieces of uh, content a week, which yeah. is like you can look at other food creators and they're probably only doing like two or three recipes a week is where we're making 14. Yeah. So we keep a lot of uh, artillery in our arsenal, I guess, that we can just keep firing these bullets like, oh, that didn't do well. well maybe we'll put a re-edit on it and use it, use it down the road and try it again. But we have so many bullets that we just keep firing and then we get one that goes viral and let that go for a little bit. And then we post and then we just go back into our normal routine. Is it still, are you still using like an iPhone or? Yes, we do. Well, we actually went to the DSLR cameras and uh we just we're like this isn't making any difference so we went back to the iphone because it's easier do you film yourself or like have a little stand i did uh and you know when i started tiktok it was basically i shot almost all my videos up until about eight months ago and now since the last eight months like they're all shot by my cameraman which i have I have kind of two camera guys, one of them more than the other. And then uh, I have a manager. There's basically four of us in the video department. 
what about toothpick do you does he do anything not anymore he's he's Aww. working on his own business okay all right yeah. We'll see. That's in. So, any other networks that you use, do you see success from? Like, are you like Instagram or Facebook or? Yeah, I mean, we we see a little success with Instagram. I mean, we we've grown. I think from when I made the partnership here back in 2020, I think I had 8,000 followers, and now we have like 170. Instagram is really hard to grow on, though. And then. Uh, YouTube, we're up to like 650,000 subscribers. We have a lot of success on YouTube shorts, not really the long form so much. The shorts we do really well on. And then uh, Facebook, we're getting ready to hit a million followers. And we do do really well. We actually did better on Facebook view-wise on Facebook last year, having less followers than we did TikTok. And you weren't, it wasn't like paid? content no no no, just organic just us posting them and what we do is like we'll shoot a piece of content and for the most part we post it to youtube or tiktok first okay we have a platform or manager software management system that we you know put our notes in what happened to it and you know we got several people that manage it so we make sure that we don't lose track of any content so when we make the content, we make sure that it gets posted to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, and you know all the other platforms. So do you like change it at all from TikTok to YouTube Shorts, or is it the same? If you post something on TikTok over a minute, like we don't see a big difference. If you post something on YouTube over a minute, it goes to the long form, where we don't get attention in long form. So mm-hmm. anything. We try to, we don't always, but we try to, if we have a video, it's a minute and 30 seconds on TikTok. We try and clip 30 seconds out of it and edit, re-edit it for YouTube because we usually have better success on YouTube if it's less than a minute. Okay, cool. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, any other tips you'd give people if they were looking to start on TikTok for their business? Looking to start on TikTok. I would say give people something, you know what I mean? Like not, you have to give them something, but give them something like what's going to make them want to watch you. Like why, why, why did I blow up on TikTok? Well, you could say that my product's great and it started getting a lot of good feedback once I finally got my momentum, but also, you know, I guess look at what I do as a person. A lot of people tell me that they love my content because I'm not like these big chefs. I'm not where you need 20 different ingredients. I'm very simple in what I do. I use a seasoning and I grab a couple of food items and I make up something that's delicious. And so I keep it very simple and like to something to where somebody that doesn't have a lot of cooking experience can be like, Whoa, I can do that. Like yeah. I'll follow, I'll follow him because I like his recipes because I can do that. So you're just very relatable. I would say, you know, yeah. yeah, I guess I'm giving them something in a way. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that is great info. I do have one last request for you is to say your famous line. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Yum. So. <laughs> All right. There you go. Now I can leave a happy woman. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you should look out for in the future from, from you or 
Well, we got, uh, like I said, a new product here in a couple months, and we're super excited about it. It's Dano's Cheesening. So I like what you see there. It's not seasoning. <laughs> it's cheesening. Nice. So it's like a Parmesan blend. And it's actually a, a product that I came up with a long, long time ago, right in the very beginning. It was just never made sense to package it, but now it does. And you can just put it on, it's like shelf stable. You don't have to refrigerate yeah. it. Yeah, you don't have to refrigerate it. Uh, you can refrigerate it after opening if you want to. Okay. We will recommend it on the label, but technically you don't have to. Uh-oh. But uh, <laughs> you'll probably oh. use it before it, it needs to be refrigerated. You know there what I mean? Go. It's that good. It's that good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks again for taking the time. And everyone should follow Dan O's seasoning if you aren't already. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. That wraps up today's episode of Eat, Drink, Social. Thanks for listening. If you have a story to share or know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us.